How are you going to start this one off? Let's do it. Uh, uh, Happy Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, uh, podcastians. The podcast killed, killed the, the radio star. Radio star? Shit. Do we both Vide- said- I said video star. I said radio. Come on. I mess it up sometimes, you know? <laughs> Even when I'm telling people, it's like, oh, it's called podcast killed the radio star. And they're like, oh. Like, oh, that? I mean, which is true. Yeah. That's a true statement. But I think the natural evolution of things goes from radio to video to podcast. And then after that, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm your host, your co-host, excuse me. Um, I, I co-host this with uh, this man uh, sitting next to me. I'm your host, Colin Black. And I am your other host, Seth Garrett. Um, we, we got a, a really... Fun and exciting episode, I think. Yes, we do. This is probably one of the most uh, requested. I don't. It's not. It's not (laughs) one of the most requested. But it's Halloween right now. As of this recording, it's Halloween. Yes, we are recording this on Halloween, but it's going to come out before Halloween, right? Because we're that (laughs) fucking good. We uh, we time traveled forward so we can. Go back in time to then yeah, yeah upload it. it. It makes a lot of sense. What, once you think about it, it makes sense. So uh, what uh, costume are you rocking for the video audience? Oh, yeah. Today we are. Uh, we decided to dress up a little bit. I am rocking Serial Killer. So I have <laughs> um, random bags of cereal on me that I stabbed with uh, plastic knives. I didn't want to use real knives because I was afraid I was going to cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Safety first. Safety yeah, first. And I like super glued them... Um, Onto. Super glued the knives in so that, like, I de- definitely didn't poke myself. So, serial killer, right? Uh, so, serial uh, killer, for the yeah. for the listeners, uh, serial is uh, a play on of serial. Uh, it's C E R E A L. Yes, killer. Yeah. So it, you're killing serial, not a serial killer. A killer who does things serialized. Yeah. A serialized killer. I I never understood serial killer as in like the actual meaning of it, not like serial killer, mm-hmm. because I didn't understand that it meant sequential or like they do it in a certain serialized way. order. Yeah, I just when I was younger, I genuinely thought that it was serial. Like <laughs> I didn't know there were two separate words for it. Like, uh, I guess they they killed them all while they're eating cereal. I yeah, I don't understand it. Uh, but that would be an actual serial killer. He only killed people while they were eating cereal. That's true. That's true. That's true. Wow. The, wow. Now, uh, so now, what are you today? I, I have half my costume on. Uh, actually, I have like a quarter of it on. I have my jacket. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. What a good. What a great movie. What a great Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. One of my all time favorites. If you're on Letterboxd, you can see that it's one of my favorites. On my, really? It's like my top four. Yeah. It's my top four. Huh. Yeah, you didn't know that about I would have never known that, yeah. What do you, what do you, what did you think my favorite movie was? You'd probably be like, oh, not, his favorite not movie Little is, Shop of Horror. His favorite movie is probably like uh Godfather. <laughs> Godfather two, not Pulp Godfather. Fiction. <laughs> Pulp fiction. Like it's all like the film bro, like main top one hundred. No, like, I wouldn't have said that. Dark Knight. I don't think those movies are good, but they're not my top five. Well, top five. I don't think I would have put Little Shop of Horrors in yours. Okay, but what are your other top five? Four, four. <laughs> the, my top four. 
I believe uh, it always changes around. Like I don't keep the same four all the time. But right now, I can actually check, so I can. I'm not going to give inaccurate um, information to our lovely audience, just in case they go and like fact check you on it. Yeah. So Little Shop of Horrors is first. The <laughs> Thing by John Carpenter is next. Okay. Uh, which is a really good movie. Uh, Walk Hard. From the Dewey Finn story, the Dewey Cox story. Dewey Cox story. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God, Dewey Finn. Well, who's Dewey Finn? School of Rock. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the the fourth one is Hot Rod. Hmm. Uh, so two comedies and well, actually three comedies. The Little Shop Horse is comedy. Yeah. And the thing. Uh, it, I did have Army of Darkness on there uh, a while ago, but then I realized I've only seen it once, and I put it on as my top four after I saw it the one time because I loved it so much. Uh, but I, I'm gonna rewatch it soon, see if it like the age lived up to it, and then I'll put it back. I'll probably replace it with either Walk Hard or Hot Rod. Yeah, but yeah, what that are your sense. what are your Favorite movies. Because, like, well, favorite movies is hard to say because, like, those are, like, some of my favorite movies. But I wouldn't even say that those are the – like, they're, they're some of my – like, The Truman Show is also one of my favorites. Well, what's weird with yours is yours is still semi-Halloween themed. It's true. I love <laughs> Halloween. I do love Halloween. So, I mean, I guess if we're going to go with just regular, like, top four movies, mm-hmm. I'm going to put One Flew with Cuckoo's Nest. I love that movie. I love the vibe. I love that whole movie from beginning to end. It just feels good. The first movie I ever watched that, I was like, "Wow, that's what, that's what's a good movie." Yeah, that's it. That yeah, you know I what agree. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one for the cuckoo's nest. I'm gonna be a little bit uh, bro movie, as you would say right now. <laughs> Is but, it Fight Club? No, 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 no. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh no, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but that's the thing. I fucking hate bros because they'll pick like a movie that's good and then they'll make it annoying to like it because they're like, no, you don't even understand how good it is. Like, yeah. like I'm only I like this movie because it's so good. Like, and you don't really like movies, and I'm better than you. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, just stop ruining other things for people. But I think that that's what everything, like everywhere, all at once does is it takes. Anyone can understand that movie. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can go into that movie and everyone gets what that movie was trying to say. It doesn't matter if you're a film connoisseur or if it's your first movie you've ever seen. Like, anyone can relate to that and understand it. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. I, I would say it's probably in my, like, after seeing it, it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. I saw it in theaters like three times. Yeah. Uh, which is rare for me. I, like, uh, as a film person, people would assume that I see a lot of movies twice in a theater. I usually never see a movie twice in a theater. Yeah, I try not to either. Three times is insane, you know? Yeah. But that's that movie, like, I want to get it on Blu-ray. I want to have, like, the script book that, like, A24 will mm-hmm. eventually release. Yeah. Oh, like, that movie's phenomenal. Yeah, it has that, um, it has, it's funny, It it's action-packed. It's sci-fi. It's everything I love. Makes you cry. Makes you cry. It has everything you need in a story. And it was done. It's just done with so much heart. And I don't know. It's just good. Yeah. But um, but we're talking about Thriller today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we even brought up the we're, <laughs> we're doing Thriller, the greatest movie uh, slash music video ever made. Yeah. It's actually quite well. It's, it's known 
universally as the most most fam- famous yeah. music video of most, all time. Most famous music video. It's 13 minutes long too. Like well, it's there's a short, the short version, but there's also the film version. Yeah. Well, let's look how many views that has. I think that it has yeah six point two million. That's no, the... no, that's likes. Oh, that's likes. Whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has <laughs> whoa eight hundred fifty two million. Yeah, for a thirteen. Yeah, thirteen million, and I bet it gets um more views every Halloween. Oh, Was yeah. this intended to be a Halloween banger? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It had to be, right? There's no way that you release this in like February and it does great. <laughs> Reset it during Christmas. Boom, boom. <laughs> but uh, this this is regarded as probably one of the most famous and probably one of the most beloved. Like even rewatching it, I was like smiling through like. Well, because, we were dancing to it. Like, yeah, I knew that every word, mm-hmm. uh, the nostalgia of it, like listening to it. And the music is just so good. You know, it's just like one of those things where you have to kind of just go, yeah, it's one of the best. Yeah. It uh, it doesn't matter who you are either. Like, it doesn't matter if you hate Michael Jackson. Yeah. This is still one of the best music videos of all time. It's it's odd because both the director and Michael Jackson are both two people who are kind of problematic. Yeah. But the thing that they made was really good and beloved. And it's kind of like that thing where you have to separate the art from the artist but we'll get into that here after yeah right? um so we're gonna do like a quick little description of the music video even though i am 99.9 percent sure that every single person listening to this has watched this multiple times yeah it knows exactly what happens in it yeah so as it starts off it starts off in basically a movie within a movie right it's yeah uh, a 1950s scene where, you know, that classic thing where their car breaks down, they walk. It's the jock and the cheerleader probably, or, you know. And they're walking on the side of the, the road in uh, the cold, <laughs> the cold, I don't know, <laughs> at night. And uh, he's got his varsity jacket on. And he says to the girl, like, hey, I want, I want you to be my girl. And he gives her a ring. And and so they they're married now. Yeah, I actually was like confused because apparently back in the 1950s, people just gave people promise rings, and it's like that's how you knew somebody was. So- well, taken. it's like saying like, yeah, hey, this this person is who I'm with. Yeah, and I, I just thought that was I thought promise rings were like something that you did as like a child. I don't know, <laughs> it was just like just a fad that went away. No, um, that was it was a very serious thing. Yeah, like I think that my grandma got a promise ring when she was. Younger. Not from someone she ended up with, but like... (laughs) (laughs) That promise wasn't very strong. But like... Well, was it a way for men to like have sex with women without feeling bad? Because they're like, well, we're going to be married anyway. No, I don't... I mean, I'm sure they were fucking back then. Yeah. But it was a way of showing that you were more serious towards that person. Yeah. Like, we don't really have... Like, nowadays, you can be like you know, very serious with someone as both you and I are, but I don't think I've ever gotten mainly a promise ring or something like that. I've actually been kind of, you don't think it? No. Like I, I mean, I think I've like bought her a ring before like that. I've that she's been like, Oh, this looks cute. Mm -hmm. But like I got uh, Aaron a ring pop once. That's pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, was it blue raspberry? Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, promise rings are, are, are an odd thing. But he then after giving the promise ring, and I kind of laughed at this. I, I forgot about this. He gave the ring and she's like, oh, yes, I'll be a girl. And then he goes, I got to tell you something. <laughs> Just instantly, as soon <laughs> as she gives it, he's like, okay, I got to get this off now, my chest. Now that you're my girl. Uh, and then boom. He turns into He's a, a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the clouds, the classic thing where the clouds like go, they they spread disperse. apart, and the full moon pops up, and he turns into a werewolf in in amazing makeup, and he pops up, and he starts chasing her, and she's screaming, yeah. scream queening everywhere, and then it cuts out to a theater of and everyone like horrified. But they're in the theater watching this happen. The yeah. same two people that were in the movie yes are now in the theater presumably a different person yeah uh two different people they're not or maybe they're actors <laughs> possibly yeah that could have been their premiere and she was afraid of her own, own acting, acting. <laughs> <laughs> can we get out of here uh and my favorite part about this is like the whole audience is like going oh you know like that amc guy <laughs> yeah the amc guy who's eating the popcorn like, nicole like kidman. oh yeah yeah nicole kidman yeah Ki- kidman we should do a whole review just off of her to come thing. here to love heartbreak <laughs> seems like a place here <laughs> we get this place this movie really like, feels like a movie <laughs> <laughs> harry styles uh 2022 yeah what year are we in? that's the year we're in oh good uh, but, and but, I just love how uh, Michael Jackson's face is like he's like smiling like maniacally. He's like, <laughs> and he's like going in and on he's that eating popcorn. the popcorn. He's got the whitest teeth you've ever seen in yeah. your life. Going, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, yeah. Like, everyone else is terrified, but he's having a good time. <laughs> he's, he likes that. He's, yeah, he's a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> But he's he, he they end up leaving and they're they're walking down a dark alley mm-hmm. and turns the song out, starts. Th- that's finally. when the song song starts. Before this, it was all dialogue and like narration. Yeah, it's like a short film. Yeah, and then this is where the song thriller actually starts. Sure, and you get. I just now noticed this for the movie aspect of it. They put the three verses of the song together back to back to back in. The movie instead of the like actual way the song is like released. Really, I believe that like if you go listen to it on Spotify or anything else, it'll be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, chorus, because that's how mm-hmm. it works. But in this one, you go verse one, verse two, verse three, because it tells the story that Michael oh. Jackson is telling, and then he turns into a uh, zombie. Maybe that's why every, everybody fucks up. Like whenever you're singing like the song, you like like we you even did it when we were watching it. You went in with this is thriller. Yeah. You you messed up because like it kept going and I was like, oh and I made fun yeah. of you. But I called the, you a little bitch. <laughs> but in the short film version, this 13 minute version, they do that on purpose because it tells, it tells the, the story. story. About it. Yeah. And then so then after like he sings the three verses, it kind of goes into this little interlude where like the music's like dun dun. It's a it's a drum break essentially. And then Vincent Price, the famous, uh, the late great uh, Vincent Price, you know, with that classic horror voice he has. Oh like, yeah. He he says his monologue, and I forget what it's like. The 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 dove with every ghoul. Yeah. And as he's saying that, zombies or the undead are climbing out, out of a of grave. graves yeah 
Which that is the quintessential zombie to me. They're the the new mm-hmm. modern age zombies are these zombies that are like that you just get it because a science experiment gone wrong, or then, like I, oh I got I got COVID. <laughs> yeah, now I'm a zombie. Exactly. It's not as cool as somebody literally. That's scary. Like a fucking like your grandma. Imagine your grandma climbing out of the grave and yeah. trying to kill you. Well, that's one thing I really like about this video is that at one point Vincent says something about the 40,000 years of funk that you smell. Which is <laughs> which is funny because it's a play on, you know... The funk of, of the, song, the song, but also the funk of the undead. You can smell the formaldehyde, you know, yeah. when he says that. You know, it just like has that smell to it, you know, and you're like... Ugh. <laughs> But speaking of that, we have some puking to talk about. In this <laughs> we, we do. There's so many good little things we can talk about. Why are like, I don't think we've noticed until just now, like how much this music video actually pertains to like different aspects of life. Because like, not only is this a song that like we have known since we were little, but it has continuously showed up in life. Throughout our whole lives. So yeah. And 20, I, 26, 25 years later. I think the first musical that our school did after years of not doing it uh, was Thriller. thriller. Yeah. <laughs> they did like a Thriller musical. Well, we did it. We did uh, for Marching Man. We did a whole Michael Jackson show, but it was during our Halloween time, I believe. So our last song that we did was Thriller and we had the like big drum break and a big dance battle in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, did you on. do the dance? Yeah. Well, I was a drummer, so I was playing. You, yeah, you couldn't dance. Yeah. Um, but we were we were that type of band. We every single show that we did, we had at least one drum break in our band dance. Of course, we were a show band. Everybody band. loves that part of. I think that's what everyone like. Like our band. The most famous band of the land, <laughs> the 110. Oh, yeah. Which our cameraman Joey was actually a part of as a trumpeter. Uh, but trumpeteer, trumpeteer, excuse me. <laughs> uh, but they would always like have the drum break and then have the seniors or whoever or everyone, I don't remember, like do a, like a little, <clears throat> you know, oh, yeah. little dance moves. And, you know, and that's the part that people like. Well, I mean, that's the part that people, you know, go, woo! At OU, people would go to the football games and then would leave after halftime because yeah. the band was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is funny. I mean, it's like people... I just recently watched Drumline. Oh, it's a good movie. I love that movie. It's, it's funny because now that I watch it and I'm like more of an adult, I'm like, why did they treat it that seriously? <laughs> you would be... I don't know. Like I like they were treating it like fucking war. I don't know. It was war, all right. You weren't there. All you right. wouldn't know. <laughs> I did quit. I did quit high school band after uh, sophomore year. Wait, what did you play? Played the saxophone. You're such a saxophone player. That well, it sucks now that uh, <laughs> it, whenever I say uh, guess what it was, everyone says tuba. And I'm like, you fucking. Uh, yeah, well, it's because I'm a large guy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're you're just a tuba player. You just called me fat, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's what you just did. Like, you didn't say it to my face, but you called me a fat fucker yeah. who has no life yeah. and I hate you. That's what you said. For the people who don't know me, 
<laughs> they never assume drums first. They always say something like saxophone. No, not saxophone. It's like oh. trombone. I had someone tell me I was a fucking piccolo one time, and I was like, "That's the most disgraceful thing you could have ever said to me." <laughs> I think all of the trombone players in my high school are now like drug addicts, <laughs> drug addicts or abusers, <laughs> like or uh, both. Yeah, or both. Yeah, truthfully. So uh, I, if anybody calls me, I, nobody's ever called me a trombone player. I don't think I give off trombone energy. No. Uh, but I do apparently give off tube energy. It's just like when anybody's like, oh, you look like this blank actor, and it's just glasses and fat. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Thank- so fucking stupid. Yeah, thank you. Same with me, but with uh, Asian. Yeah. Like- I'm kidding. I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look exactly like Simu Limu. <laughs> you- oh, my God, Is dude. Is Simu Limu? Simu Limu. Goodness Lemur Simu. <laughs> Simu Lemur, you look exactly like the Shang Chai. <laughs> Shang Chai and the Thirteen Rings. <laughs> I'm just trying to get. I'm just, just really our, trying to piss off all of our Marvel fans, like going, "Like you, son of a bitch, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you stupid bitch." Um, okay, sorry. So uh, they go into the drum break breakdown. And the zombies start coming up because mm-hmm. of the narration. And then we get to the chorus finally. And now Michael Jackson is a zombie himself. <gasps> so at one in one short film, he goes from being a werewolf, a human, <laughs> and a zombie. zombie. Back to a human. Yeah, back to a human. Then back to a zombie. No, werewolf. No, no, back, oh, no, to, back a zombie, to a zombie. Then back to, to a human, human then, then a to a werewolf. <laughs> There's a lot it's going got on everything. here. <laughs> It's got everything. All three, all three all, types. All three, all three. It's you know like the solid state. Yeah, the frozen state and the gaseous. In the gaseous state, yeah. we forgot liquid entirely. <laughs> Frozen's liquid, right? Frozen is a solid, technically. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, just let it melt a little bit, then it'll be. Liquid. Yeah, that's what that's what that means. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so then the zombies like kind of corner them into like a circle. Also, how the fuck did they get into that situation? They're walking, and then they're perfectly circled. There's no way those zombies got into that circle well, around them it's without of, them noticing. Well, it's because of the narrator. Oh. I blame it on the narrator. Oh, like uh, uh, fucking the guy from Into the Woods. Yes, exactly. Yeah, how he's like, he, he even like goes into the show, and they're mm-hmm. like, they... Like you, you're gonna be fed to the giant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but <laughs> if Vincent Price popped up, that'd be cool. Uh, but then uh, a dance break starts happening. Probably the most iconic part of this music video. When people think about this, about this music video, they think about this scene, like oh, the pump yeah. the and like the sound effects. I actually, for me, I don't know if I love sound effects in music videos, but specifically in Thriller. It is, it works for me. Like the sho- the the scuffles on the shoes yeah. and shit. It, it just works for me. Like the, you know, you hear in well, the breaths or like the cloth. I think that what helps with that, I noticed that too, is at the beginning when we are like not doing the music, we have a lot of the cloth and the like, you know, just the, all of that type of stuff going <laughs> Your on. Your cloth sounds very plasticky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of that going on. And it was almost too noticeable, but then when you get the music going and it, it adds 
this realism and spookiness to the music that I think really helps it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, And then right before he starts singing again, because it's kind of like, it's a part that's, it's like just like a music um, intermission kind of thing where it's like, just kind of loops the dun dun do 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 dun dun do do It just loops that while they're dancing. And then it comes back onto the song and then he turns around and becomes a human again. Yeah. And I assume they did that because he probably couldn't sing that well with his makeup on. I mean, he wasn't actually singing. Yeah, but I mean, like the makeup would move too much, and like, but well, yeah, it wouldn't look realistic to be. Yeah, like if he's just dancing, he can do that because he can keep the same straight face. Yeah, but when he has to start singing again, it, it might have like it. What it would have been annoying to like every take having to fix the makeup and stuff like that. Yeah, and because I'm sh- sure it was like prosthetic, like latex over. Yeah, top it was of him. latex, and like. Him opening and closing his mouth, it wouldn't open and close to make it look like he was actually singing. Exactly. So I'm sure it was like a, that was the like it was like more of a technical reason than a creative. But I still love it because he then because then his clothes are p- completely clean and he's like the only thing you can see. Basically, it's just like bright red, ferocious. Like yeah, it's, it's there and it's blatant against this like. Dark, dark gray, black, blue. He's the old smorgasbord of color. The production design is fantastic. Yeah, uh, and he's just in the middle dancing, and he, it's like a triangle sort of. So it's like even like the focal point is just always on. All him. eyes are on him. Yeah. yeah, and doing all the dance moves and stuff. It's just so good. There's not anything in this when I'm watching it. I'm like, everything in there is in there for a reason and a purpose, mm-hmm. and everything was done for a reason and a purpose. I agree. It's fantastic music video. Um, then after the song he was singing, uh, the girl sort of runs away in terror and hides into a, a abandoned house. Yeah. And then the zombies start, you know, then the music kind of cuts off entirely and then like actual scary music pops up. So it's almost like a movie. Yeah. And they start breaking through the walls and they start and crashing. the floorboards too. Yeah, they're like yeah. coming out of everywhere. And just as she's about to get uh, like killed by the zombies, it cuts and the house is like perfectly clean. It's like, oh, it's him. And he goes, "What's the problem? <laughs> What's the problem?" You have such a great Michael Jackson impression. That was great. I heard that in my headphones. I was like, what? Did I just play it? <laughs> yeah. We always watching the music video right now. Uh, no, but uh, it's funny because you know it's just it, it's like a silly it's it's cheesy, but I love it. Uh, and he then like kind of like dare you. It is not cheesy. Okay, it is cheesy. <laughs> it is cheesy. It's cheesy, but in a fun way. Yeah. It's a good cheese. And she kind of it's like oh come on let's go home and like you know and then holds her and then he turns around. And he has his werewolf eyes again. Yeah, which was the only part that confused me. Because it wasn't zombie. Like, he wasn't a zombie when he turned around. It was the eyes that he wore. So were they in the movie still, maybe? The music started, like, the fake music started to play. Yeah. So it could have been, like, I don't know. I honestly can't decide It's up that. to interpretation. I like it because it's scary. There's no, yeah. It, you don't feel good afterwards. Yeah. You're like, oh, she's about to die. It, there was no happy ending, exactly. Like, he's 
There was no ending, really, yeah. though. <laughs> Once you think about it. He looks it up, and then Vincent Price, like, it freeze frames on him, like, with his kind eyes. It zooms in, too. It zooms in, and Vincent Price, like, goes, ha, 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 I can't do a Vincent Price. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Sound like the fucking penguin. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the. From Batman. Yeah. Danny yeah. DeVito. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, no, Colin Farrell. <laughs> we should do. A combination Halloween uh, costume of both Danny DeVito's Penguin and Colin, Colin Farrell's. I'm Colin because my name's Colin. Yeah, I'll be Danny DeVito because your name is Danny. Well, I've always <laughs> wanted to be Danny DeVito. <laughs> I if you were Danny if you were Danny DeVito, honestly, this podcast would have a lot more views. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying. Well, maybe we should do the. We should ask him if can. Yeah, be on we the should podcast. ask him if he can come on. Uh, I know him personally. So. Yeah. It, well, his email is just Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito Danny at, dot DeVito at, at Mac.com. <laughs> Mac. Someone's going <laughs> to. It might actually be. We don't know. We, we, we can't say for sure. But, but you should try it. Yeah. So this music video, one of the best ever made. But we have a little story to tell uh, about this music video. It's It's very close to us because... One of our friends named Hunter Grisseau. We've talked about him before on the podcast. He's terrified of werewolves. And we also have said that about yeah. the podcast. But we haven't told the story yeah. uh, of how we figured out he was terrified of werewolves. So Well, he blatantly told us. Yeah, like he said, I'm scared of werewolves. Yeah, he was like, I'm scared of werewolves. And we were like, well, like, wait, what type are we? were like, like the Twilight kind or like. You know, there's a lot of different type of like werewolves out there. Yeah, are you afraid of Jacob or are you are you afraid of like the makeup, you know? Yeah. And he was like specifically Michael Jackson in the werewolf in the in the werewolf costume in the music video. And I I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, because it's like it's scary, but I wouldn't say it's like that scary. Yeah, I mean I understand like as like a five or six year old when I was like yeah. younger, I probably would have been scared of when I saw that. Yeah. But I just didn't believe him. And I don't know, were you there that night? I was actually in the bathroom. Oh, okay. So me and one of our other friends, Christian, were like, we're, we're going to play the music video. We're in the dining hall, weren't we? We were in Shively. Rest yeah. in peace, Shively. Rest in peace, Shively. Shively Dining Hall, the place I worked at in college. Yeah, we were in Shively. And there was like a good like 15 of us, I would say. 15 yeah. of us sitting there. We used to get like family dinners all the time. Yeah. And you can go there and eat as much food as you want. So it was like the perfect place to go. Yep. And um, so we just <laughs> decided not to tell them, but we were like, we're just going to pull up the music video. <laughs> <laughs> and so we pulled it up and just put it on. And we like fast forwarded to, to the... the part where the werewolf was at the end where it turns around and he's given that face. Yeah. You know, he's just like, <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> We, like, fast-forwarded to that part, but, like, you know, like, 30 seconds to be before, so he knew it was coming. <laughs> Sorry. You just went, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, that's what it was. You know, the fucking laugh. Ho, 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 ho. But, but he, but he, but we, we, we fast-forward to a little bit before that part, and, like, I swear it was like a deer in headlights because it was like a good 45 seconds at least. And so Hunter had enough time to like look away or walk away. Yeah. But he did not look away. He was like awestruck and like just like could not 
turn away from the phone screen. Sure. And he's going and he's watching it. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's facing his fears. And then, because that was the whole <laughs> point of like our relationship with Hunter was we were we were talking all, him through things and like because he had a lot of um, uh, coddled nature to him like his entire life. You know, he didn't really experience the world much. He had a lot of first times with us. Yeah, first, like getting kidnapped, getting kidnapped. First shot of uh, of alcohol. Now, not of alcohol, of beer. Well, alcohol is beer. Beer is alcohol. Yeah, but you don't take a shot of beer. You take a shot of alcohol. He didn't want to take a shot of alcohol. <laughs> so we gave him a shot of beer. His parents are going to listen to this and this, and we're going to get in I trouble. Don't think, I don't. I don't think his parents. <laughs> no, <were>. then <laughs> he, he he was twenty one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but he made it all the way to the end, and the laugh happens at the end, and the freeze frame on Michael Jackson's face. And it ends, and then we look over, and he's like, I gotta go to the restroom, and he fucking runs into the restroom, and I thought he was joking. <laughs> and so, for a good- Because what is that, like, what's the reaction to that? Like, oh shit, I gotta poop, I poop my yeah, pants. Yeah, I was like, what, what's going, he, he, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. He's like, I gotta go to the restroom. And he runs to the restroom, and he was in there for a good five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I feel bad for whatever's happening. Like, I want to make sure he's okay. So me and Christian walk in there, and we just hear, (laughs) (laughs) He's vomiting. Yeah. He's He's just fucking vomiting. Over fucking Michael Jackson werewolf. It was like, which I can't blame him for, because I have another story that's related to this. But like, so obviously it was a defense mechanism. Sure. And just the fact that like, that I don't know. I, I I feel bad still to this day, like <laughs> making him go through that. But I wouldn't change a thing. I feel like he could have looked away. Yeah, he could have looked away. But like, if he's that scared, maybe he's like hypnotized. I don't know. Hypnotized by the YouTube. But I didn't. I didn't think a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's crazy that like that would happen." And I'm like, no, because I have another story about puking that is a defense mechanism. So for him. He got scared, and his first thing was just to be like, you know what I mean? (laughs) When I was in high school, my best friend Casey, we weren't really, her and I weren't really friends at the, we were were friends, but we weren't close. Um, We were all at a bonfire together at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was with someone at the time, and all I remember is like, she's on the other side of the bonfire, so I can't really see what's going on. But I can make out figures, and all I remember is seeing her get up and as hard as she can, just smack the guy. And I mean, he like she can hit hard. I've seen it. Like she yeah. like open, open palm slapped him. Yeah. And like he like did one of those like jerk back moments because like yeah that hurts. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what had happened, and I had a purple, I had a grape soda in my hand, and I just remember I was taking a drink and it happened, and I heard. And literally two milliseconds later, I puked. It was a guttural reaction. Because you saw someone get slapped? I don't know. It was like, it obviously it was scary in some form. So was it all purple? Yeah. The puke was all purpley? Well, the thing is, is I shit you not, five minutes later, 
Everything was over. Everyone left. What? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, all right, that's enough for tonight. Oh, somebody got Someone slapped, got slapped and puked, puked, puked for no reason. <laughs> it's not like I was in high school. We weren't like drinking or anything. It was literally a fucking grape uh-huh. Fanta soda. So that grape Fanta soda was not a Four loco. No. <laughs> Four loco wasn't even out at the time. When did Four Loco come Four out? Four Loco had, like, I'm pretty sure it was, a, it was like, a couple years after that. Okay, well, I actually don't remember when Four Loco came out. I don't either. Maybe just, it was a year. Maybe it was out of that. I part. don't fucking know. All I remember is when I started drinking, Four Loco existed. Okay. Yeah, me too. So, I don't know. I can't tell you this, the, the facts. But, I think Hunter was justified in puking, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes you can't control a puke. Yeah, it was literally like the slap happened. It was like, <laughs> like it was instant. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's like I got hit or something. Well, it's because, you know, I mean, he would puke because the makeup is just so good, right? It's scary. Yeah. Which the makeup was done. I did a f- fantastic transition right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the makeup was done by Rick Baker, who also did the the American Werewolf in London movie. He did the makeup for a few Star Wars films. He did the makeup for the movie Wolf. Gremlins 2. Uh, Gremlins 2, A Bad Batch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that movie's crazy as fuck. Uh, but essentially, oh, he did like the special effects for that. Uh, and I think he, well, did he do, Mich- uh, not Mission Impossible, Men in Black? I don't know. He might have. I don't. I, I'm not going to say that he did. I, I'm not super sure. Um, but he did the the uh, makeup for it, and and you know how he got it was because he did American Werewolf in London, yeah, which was directed by John Landis. His and then that's how he got to direct the Thriller music video. Hmm. So if you haven't seen American Werewolf in London, it's one of my favorite movies, uh, but not top four. Not top four. It was in my top four letterbox for a while. Huh. Uh, and it has that mo- like that really fucking hard to watch scene where he's transforming into a werewolf. Yeah. And one of the, and that's all done by Rick Baker. Fantastic. And you kind of see that in a cheaper version in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in but the- this isn't a cheap version like this isn't cheap by any means it was half a million dollars to produce yeah half a million dollars but still like a cheaper version yeah 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 than i mean it's a music video like yeah. they couldn't they got they got to spend the money elsewhere yeah. but uh and also probably they didn't have a lot of time to film shit too i assume uh so you know they can take like two full days of yeah. like just shooting transformation wolf scenes which i assume they did yeah uh and I just really think that his like effects are just fantastic, you know. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I do like John Landis films, but uh, you know, we we said I said previously that he's kind of got a, a controversial thing happening, and yeah, John we Landis separate the artist from the art. art. Yeah. So John Landis. Uh, there was a movie called The Twilight Zone movie. And this is the guy who directed The guy who directed Thriller. Thriller and American Werewolf in London. Yeah. He uh directed a section. So Twilight movie was just a bunch of little short films uh put into a movie. One was directed by Steven Spielberg, another one was directed by another person, blah blah Pigs. blah blah blah. Yeah. Anthologies yeah. in one movie. Exactly. 
Uh, and he directed a version, uh, a part where like this guy walks in through a door. He's like a super racist and shit like that. And he goes back in time in each section. He's being racially profiled. Like every, he d- he's not seen as a white guy. He's seen as the races that he the made minority f- at the that minorities time, yeah. that he was making fun of. Cool concept for a Twilight Zone thing. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but. I believe the scenes cut almost all together in the actual part, but they were filming a Vietnam scene mm-hmm. where like the Americans were like killing the Viet Cong and uh, he, he was, they think he's a Viet Cong and stuff. And while they were filming it, there was a helicopter scene where they had two kids that were in the scene and I believe the main actor in it. Mm-hmm. And essentially John Landis got the kids there um by kind of paying them under the table they didn't do like the right like labor law thing yeah for the kids because kids aren't really supposed to work past a certain hour right now it's like i think they can't work past 10 30 yeah and it, this is probably one of the reasons why yeah um but they were filming at night and they were in this helicopter and you know John Lennon goes, get lower, get lower. And then the helicopter kind of loses its kind of thing. And it crashes into the water, crushing the main actor and slicing off the two uh, kids' uh, heads. Awful, awful thing happened. And that's why, like, there's a lot of safety on sets now is because of that movie. Well, and that was a huge deal. Um, And, you know, it was because of his actions – that two people are dead. And I mean, he's blackballed and he can't make anything anymore. But yeah, I mean, as people who work doing that stuff now, yeah. Dying for making a movie is completely ridiculous. Not only that, but like there are so many things that like you don't realize that you're going through or that like what you're working on is how dangerous it can be. Even if it doesn't have to do with a fucking helicopter landing, like, you sometimes have hundred pound lights that are over your head, and if someone didn't rig that correctly, yeah, they didn't. Put that's a coming chain down on, on you, exactly, and that's going to squish you to the ground. Yeah, well, we just worked on a commercial shoot where we were rigging up lights near a pool, and if like th- those lights fell Got into wet the water at all, fell into the water, it would have electrocuted the actress. Yeah. you know, like that would have been, you know, completely. That would have that would result into death. It's, it's but that's dangerous. why you're trained in the way to do things exactly. But so many people don't understand like what it's like to work during that stuff. Like you have to be on guard twenty four. Like you have to be aware and like awake while you're on that set because like if you're just like you know lackadaisical looking around, like you know not really doing much, and like something like that happens. And that's your fault. Like, that's gonna one be horrible, but also make you like. I know if something went wrong on a set like that, on my like, and it was my fault. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be able to like ever try to work again doing something like that. Was well, like the whole rust thing. Like, yeah, the DP getting shot because the prop master didn't uh, check to see if there was uh, a real round in it. Like, well, the thing that fucking pisses me off about that is there are so many times there's the prop master there's the armorer the there's first the first ad, AD mm-hmm. and the actor 
it, which should... a lot of people don't think that that should be a thing. Like, but I feel like as a person holding the gun, you get that training mm-hmm. before you step on that set. Always, 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 all four of those people should be checking that gun constantly. Well, and as a VFX person, it is way more cheaper, practical, and just like faster to do digitally anyway, especially if you're like right next to the camera, shooting into the camera. I wouldn't even fucking risk it. Maybe like have real rounds when you're doing wides and stuff. But like if you're shooting right next to like pointing right at the camera. Near 10 feet away. Yeah, yeah, you're super close. I wouldn't have risked it. I would have just made it a visual effect because one, visual effects, especially if you hire the right house to do it, uh, it's 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 not that hard to do like yeah. it's just it's like a like a like 30 minute effect yeah um so with, overall we're saying be safe yes <laughs> the stuff that happens on these sets can be crazy and it's a lot of fun but it's scary yeah which goes right into the halloween theme <laughs> <laughs> the scariest part about this is that the the uh, the the singer Michael Jackson also has his allegations with like <laughs> you know what I mean and also John Landis being like almost a murderer. Well, I thought the scariest thing about this was that the zombies were real. <laughs> <laughs> They're all people who died on set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god. Uh, no, that was dark. Uh, but that was pretty fucking. <laughs> that was ruthless. Uh, but basically. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because you kind of have to like because this is a beloved music video, but you have to talk about these things. But like, I really love American Werewolf in London; it's one of my favorite movies. But also, I'm. It's hard to like go like, well, that thing isn't good now. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I get what you're saying because for me, it's the same thing with someone like Michael Jackson with the allegations against him. Mm-hmm. That's someone who is literally one of the like king of pop you know what i mean like quintessential you think of music you think of michael jackson one of the first people you think about is him Mm -hmm. but then when you think about him one of the first things you think about is his allegations now yeah so it's one of those things that like it is super super difficult to separate the artist from the art but it's we can still i i personally can still look at thrill and be like wow this is a funky ass song. Yeah. This is fucking badass. Yeah. It is su- has such good production. You got fucking Quincy Jones producing it. Oh yeah. Like you have Rashida Jones's father. Yeah. <laughs> we love Rashida Jones in this household. <laughs> yes, we do. We stand Rashida Jones. Um but yeah, like it's hard to not you're I'm I'm always going to have that in the back of my mind of like, well, fuck. Things have changed now. Like Yeah. Things have been talked about things have been spoken about and you can't such a, you can't really push it aside yeah uh, and you shouldn't no no uh, but i feel like there is room to still enjoy the thing but making sure you're aware of what yeah you're listening to in in, in the context exactly um but what was interesting was that John Landis, the director, he said that directing Michael Jackson was like <laughs> directing a gifted 10-year-old <laughs> that's fitting that's fitting he said that he uh i believe he said um 
he he was so troubled like he was so he was he was being so abused but he was like so happy to be there yeah and it was such an interesting thing because that's kind of how Michael Jackson was and kind of how he why he turned out the way he did I yeah. mean that's not excusing any of the things not he may all. may or may not have done but um it would be sad to see that for sure yeah and you I could see what John is saying in that moment yeah. Um, it's because you know you're famous at a really young age. Yeah, kind of fucks with you, especially with his dad. I you think know. that him being famous and doing so well at such a young age definitely helped propel him to be who he was in the end, as in like the music that he made in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, as a little bit of a transition more into the music side of things, sure, he was able to pioneer this what i would consider to be modern pop oh yeah he pioneered everything that we hear now today pretty much yeah if it wasn't for him and quincy Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have gotten any of the hits that we got today yeah um i mean it's he's the king of the pop still i would even say yeah no no one's dethroning him from that no maybe lord Lord's gonna be the king of pop. Uh, I mean, the queen of pop, I guess. But <laughs> no, no, no. It's like that episode, the the whole season of South Park, where the dad is actually Lord. I don't. Why do you? I don't know what you're talking about. There's literally so one of the dads in South Park for a whole season, like travels across <laughs> the country as Lord, and why? like they just say like in that like in the South Park universe universe, Lord is the dad, and the dad is Lord, just like. The crawl, the the there's the teacher that transitions from uh and becomes Trump. man to woman, oh, but and then transfer then becomes Trump, yeah, and Trump is that character, and that character is Trump. <laughs> so <laughs> honestly, like I tried to rewatch South or like watch like the new thing on like it was on HBO Max or or, or yeah, um, the Paramount COVID Plus. special or whatever. Y- no, like even like. The newer stuff that like they're because they're releasing like long movies now. Yeah, they're not releasing episodes. Yeah, and I like try to like watch them, and I'm like, I haven't really caught up with them at all, and I have no idea what the lore is, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, there's a lot of fucking (laughs) shit. I was like, what the what? (laughs) What is happening? So I just gave up. But uh, the the music overall, it's just so funky. So I want to say like fresh but like for its time i heard things in there that i was like whoa like you don't really you didn't hear that much then and then like with that it was able to be so catchy and smooth like how it was so nonchalant for michael jackson to perform the the music that he did yeah and like he did it like it was absolutely nothing which is insane. Like he was such a good performer, such a good musician. And then his band that backed him up too is like one of they themselves don't get enough recognition. And I think they need to be talked about more because without the music, the instrumentation, Michael Jackson wouldn't be Michael Jackson. For sure. Um this was the first video. Well, during the first MTV Music Awards. This won three awards. I believe it was Best Choreography, Viewer's Choice, and like 
best like overall or something like that best mm-hmm. overall music video and um it's just weird to think about that that was the first time this this music video was the first video that got like those awards like that's the first time they made these awards and nothing will be able to top that no so it's like <laughs> you would think that would go up from there it's like no actually like this was the pinnacle and is the yeah. first one. It's insane. It's it's so cool. It's just a good freaking music video. Over, yeah, it's so overall, good. just so good. So I mean, what, you want to get into the ratings? We can just do it. I think we've talked about everything. You want to do it? Do it. <laughs> I think we've talked about everything we needed to talk about. Yeah, all of our little tidbits and fun well, facts. Since I was already talking about the music, I can segue into the rating for the music. Sure. Four and a half out of five, without a doubt. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Uh, email us at PK. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you if you say anything different. <laughs> okay, so four and a half out of five. Give me your reasoning. The reasoning is because of everything that I said before. You had some of the most talented people in the world working on this. You had some of the best producers. You had one of the best artists. You had just the pinnacle of pop. For all of this. Yeah. So, like, to give it anything less than that, I think, would be fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, we're, we're, rating, we're rating the song, correct? Yes. I w- the song? Yeah. Five out of five. Okay. You know why? Why? Fuck it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love it, man. I Just a good song. It's fun. Yeah. It's catchy. Like, re-listening it today, I was like... You just we were wanna dancing, sh- yeah. You want to like, shake your fucking ass to it, yeah. You know, you want to, you want to take your. I actually recently re- re- uh, found out that my uh, my 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 really young nephew watches listens to the podcast, so I need to stop saying curse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. He knows you cuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Uncle Coco, you you curse. Well, what's gonna be funny is you're gonna. He's going to start cussing. He's like, Colin says it. On- he fucking says it. I'm not going to fucking care. Uh, so I, five out of five because I like it. Okay. You know, I don't really I like know. That, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I like it. I just do. It's enjoyable. Period. It's fun. Yeah. It's silly. I listen to it every Halloween and it gives me, it makes me Joy. happy. Yeah. It brings me happy. It brings you happy. It brings me happy, right? So just let me be goddamn happy because <laughs> like, like, we don't have a lot of things to be happy about today. Okay. Mommy left. Okay. <laughs> Goodness fucking gracious. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Video. Yeah. Rating. Go. Oh, uh, me? Yeah. Uh, 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 fucking, uh, 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 go five. No, oh, no, uh. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Okay. And the reasoning behind that, the the half star missing is that it is long. Yeah. Like when I was like, sometimes you want to just listen to the music and I'm, I'm curious to see here your review. Cause you're probably going to be a little more critical of it. Uh, but like that length does like, it's a short film, but once you like figure out that, Oh, this is a short film, you might be like, okay. Yeah. Like it's bet it's better to like it's not just a music video it's it's a the whole package yeah but like it's long it's thirteen minutes long you know you that's ten minutes longer than the average music video yeah so you know what I mean like well 
I, I, I would say I completely agree. But because of that, and I'm being a little bit more critical, when it comes to like everything else put together with it too, I give it a four out of five instead of a four and a half. Okay. And that's just because the length of it is a lot. And me and you talked about it earlier. What the fuck happened? What What's the ending? Yeah, what is that? Like, is he the werewolf? Is he the werewolf from the movie? Yeah. Is he a zombie? If so, why is that clear? It seems like you just did it for no reason. And for me, I'm fine with things not having a reason. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to music videos in particular. Yeah. But when it comes to this, I feel like we got all this way and there was no payoff. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, so she's still going to fucking die. Yeah. Like, (laughs) but... I'm I just gonna. I have to commend that the 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 lighting of it is just so contrasty, the and beautiful. Yeah, it, like the it production feel, value is great. The yeah, the production design, the no costumes. Uh, nobody died to our knowledge uh, from making it, except for Michael Jackson. But that was way later. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, and I think it has it, the acting is cheesy. It's cheese. And I love cheese. Like I, we need Swiss, to do Gouda, Gouda, Munster. I fuck it, Munster cheese. You've never had Munster cheese? No, I've watched the Munsters. No, there's Mon- I have some back at my place. I'll go. I'll bring you a slice. <laughs> okay, pause. <laughs> yeah, bring pause. it back, and I'll do like a live review. <laughs> mm. Munster's really good. I promise you. Munster cheese. Uh, I just know of the Monster Munsters. You should watch the new Munster movie, Rob Zombie, on Netflix. Is it good? It's so cheesy and campy. It's amazing. Oh, is it funny though? You're talking about cheese. Okay, is it good? Though? Yeah, it's good. Okay, fucking I, cheese. That trailer B, looks fucking awful. It's B movie '80s. Okay, I I was like watch watch the trailer and it looked like some guy got a Canon 5D. That's the D. point. That's the fucking. Point. Oh, it's the point of it. Like when you watch it, you're gonna be like, oh, it's so fucking bad. It's good. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I thought he just didn't know how to make a movie. No, Rob Zombie makes some of the best fucking horror films ever. Okay. But, I've only watched Halloween, Rob Zombie. But he takes this when he has his own creative control mm-hmm. is when he does the best. So like Salem, he does. It's called Salem something. Um, great fucking film. But with this one, he has his. Uh, he still had creative control. I could tell that there was a little bit of pushback here and there. It for looks like he filmed it in his own house. Yeah, but that's the point. It's supposed to be that '80s B horror. That's super funny and cheesy and goofy. Uh-huh. And, like, you're going to love it. I promise you. Like, we'll watch it together. Okay. Like, I, I want to watch it again. That's how dumb and stupid, but, like, okay. lighthearted. Okay, is. well, maybe we'll watch it and see. Because, like, the trailer did not have me convinced. Yeah, the trailer doesn't do a good job, but I promise you, like... I thought it was just poor filmmaking. No, no, no. You're going to watch it be like, I see exactly what they're pulling from. Okay. Like, what he's doing. Okay, okay. Then good. It's definitely a... It's not the same of everything that he's ever made before. Yeah. That's like very gruesome and grotesque. This is just lighthearted fun. Yeah. Something that I think is needed right now. And he did an amazing job with it. That's the thing. Like lighthearted and fun. Like we don't really get. And I was talking about this with Aaron because we just watched the movie White Chicks. (laughs) (laughs) And we watched it and I was like. You know, people like the movie fucking sucks, but like, but yeah. it's funny. But like, 
obviously like they don't look like white chicks at all. Like yeah. don't don't look like who they're supposed to be. It almost looks really scary. Yeah. It's actually this would be a perfect horror movie to watch for the <laughs> October. But nobody really makes movies like that anymore. Like they yeah. just cheesy like movies, you know, that are because everyone's too concerned about like oh this needs to look like a fucking movie yeah it's feel like it's a gotta movie. feel like a movie and where like they like even comedies now it has to have a scene where you're crying your eyes yeah. out and shit like that and you're like fuck can i just do you just do one comedy like movie like Step Brothers these days where it's just stupid there one movie that i was pleasantly shocked at that i watched recently it's like called do revenge or something like that it's on mm-hmm. netflix and it's a chick flick really yeah but there's a scene with sophie turner i didn't fucking know it was her for the longest time but she's uh one of the girls like she's playing a mom. Sophie Turner's playing a mom to a high school girl. Yeah. And uh one of the girls like uh plants like cocaine on her and so she gets kicked out of the like rich people's club. Oh yeah. And Sophie Turner's like, I don't do cocaine <laughs> like screaming, like acting her ass. I off. saw that on TikTok. That's yeah. fucking Sophie. I didn't know at the time that was Sophie Turner. Oh, that's funny. But like acting her ass off for such a cheesy well, scene. That's it's great. What I find with comedy, what makes cheesy stuff work is when somebody goes fully hard on Balls something so ridiculous. Yeah. Like Dewey Cox. Like that yeah. movie is fucking ridiculous. But there are scenes acted so well, but it's for they're saying the dumbest fucking lines yeah. possible and it's just funny. You know, yeah. like that's how you like whenever you treat something so silly so seriously that's how you make good comedy mel brooks knew that uh you know like uh fucking john f kennedy knew that i don't know so (laughs) so overall for the end of this episode we're saying cheese and seriousness is good yeah because they took the the cheese seriously yeah you know they but they knew it was cheesy like the difference between camp and cheese it's you fire. want to eat oh, cheat. Okay. <laughs> the, the difference between them is essentially like awareness. Yeah. Being aware of what you're making. Exactly. Uh, and all I need to tell everyone in the audience that be aware of what you're doing and be safe on set, please. Be safe everywhere. Not yeah. just on set. We have everywhere. like, this had a theme. It was safe. Safety cheese. cheese. Safety cheese. <laughs> Always have a safety cheese on yeah. set. <laughs> It's just a little packet of monster just, I always have on me. <laughs> and watch Rob Zombie's monster. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. Let's let's end this episode. All um, right. If you have any uh recommendation for us, you can contact us at PKTVS at PKTVS podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Woo! Yeah, you did That's it. That's a hard one. <laughs> and PKTVS podcast at all of our socials. Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, Google Plus. Yeah. All I've of made them. that joke before. Um, Alexa. Uh <laughs> Alexa is that she's a-, a social media. No, she's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you if you want uh to uh hang out with us, our our uh, our address is, is uh, <laughs> <laughs>